0: Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern is on the air. Colgate Shave Cream and Bill Stern with stories rare. So now take Bill's advice and you'll look so keen. You'll have a face that will smooth, and clean. Colgate. Shave First edition of the Colgate Shaped Cream Sports Newsreel, transcribed and featuring America's most famous collector of yawns and stories. Some legends, some hearsay, but also interesting. We'd like to pass them along to you. And to do this, here's radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. Good evening. Tonight I'm out in Champaign, Illinois, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Illinois-Michigan football game. And our guest tonight is the most famous football player of all time, Red Grange. But first... Real one. Fellas, have you ever noticed that a rough shave not only irritates your face, but sours your disposition too? If you want smooth shaves that keep your face happy all day long, then treat yourself to Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. Try it on this swell proposition. There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. One bucks as it solves your shaving problems, and here's why. Because it's light and fine-textured. Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless but cuts through clean and smooth. Believe me, that light, fine-textured Colgate Brushless softens up the toughest whiskers and fast. Colgate Brushless makes your shave smooth, clean, and easy. Your face feels really comfortable afterward. But see for yourself. Get a large or giant-sized tube or jar of Colgate Brushless shaving cream. Use it a week. If you don't agree it's the ideal shave, just mail me back the carton top, and Colgate will send you $1. Just address me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. Is it a deal? Remember... There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Try it tomorrow. Real two. Portrait of a German. This is the story of a boy who was born in Germany. And upon the day this boy was born, his mother said of him,
0: Please let my boy grow up to be a great poet.
1: This youngster did grow up to be a poet. However, he's far better known as a rough, tough, And here he is in person, the man who tomorrow's having the Illinois-Michigan game, the game we're broadcasting coast to coast, dedicated to his honor. Ladies and gentlemen, the famous football coach of the University of Illinois, Mr. Bob Supke.
0: Thank you, Bill.
1: I am deeply
0: honored that the Illinois-Michigan football game is being dedicated to me tomorrow. Tomorrow will be one of the greatest days in my life. And speaking of my life, Bill, it is true that I have had many varied experiences. But, Bill, what you did not mention was the fact that I have tried my hand at painting. However, to me, my greatest masterpiece was a boy who played football for Illinois 25 years ago. You know him, the Galloping Ghost.
1: Red Grange. Thank you, Bob Zupke. And speaking of Red Grange, here he is in person. Ladies and gentlemen, the most famous football player of all time, Mr. Red Grange.
2: Thanks, Coach Bob Zupke, for your kind words. And say, Bill, I guess the question that most people ask me is how I got my nickname, the Galloping Ghost. Well, I got it the day we played Michigan. That's the same team Illinois plays tomorrow. That day I was lucky enough to score four touchdowns in the first 12 minutes of the game. And Lawrence Stallings, who was covering the game and writing about me, said, Today I saw a ghost, a galloping ghost. Well, Bill, that nickname stuck. But that brings me to a question I'd like to ask you. Did you ever think of doing a story on how famous sports figures got their nicknames?
1: Yes, Red, I have. And it's amazing how sports stars did get their famous nicknames. Let me show you what I mean. On July 4th, 1919, under a sun-baked sky, a man was dictating to a telegrapher. Today Jack Dempsey won the heavyweight championship of the world. A better name for Dempsey would be the Manassa Mauler. The Manassa Mauler. A name that was to become famous all over the world. The man who immortalized Dempsey by giving him that nickname was Damon Runyon. Ah, yeah, but other famous sports writers have given other nicknames to other famous prize fighters. For example, W. O. McGee of the New York Herald Tribune called Louis Angel Firpo The wild bull of the pampas, and a sports writer named Scotty Monteith called Joe Louis the Brown Bomber, and Francis Albert Tanty called Mickey Walker the Toy Bulldog. Ah, but still other sports figures got other nicknames in other ways. For it was the coach of the Baltimore Orioles who once said,
0: "Hey, Babe." Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth.
1: Ah, but there were still others. It was the unforgettable John McGraw who once nicknamed Frankie Frisch... The Fordham Flash. ...and Dan Daniel of the New York World-Telegram who nicknamed Lou Gehrig... The Iron Horse. But perhaps the most famous nickname of them all was written one afternoon, one afternoon when Grantland Rice sat at his typewriter high up in the press box at a football game and wrote... Outlined
2: against the blue, gray,
1: October sky... The four horsemen rode again. Thus came the name of the four horsemen of Notre Dame. Those were all great nicknames in sports. But speaking of sport nicknames, let me tell you another story. A stranger story than the one I've just told you. This story begins around the turn of the century. When a baseball player first came up to the major leagues, he was clean cut, a youngster with blonde hair, blue eyes, and pink cheeks. In fact, he was so good looking that one of his teammates said to him, Hey, kid, you're pretty enough to be a girl. The kid blushed. He tried to forget those words. But from that day on, his teammates began to call the good looking youngster by a nickname. A nickname of Gertie. Because Gertie was a girl's name. Whenever he'd come to bat, they'd yell at him, Hey,
2: Gertie! Oh, Gertie! (laughs)
1: In fact, they kidded that youngster so much That finally couldn't take it anymore One day, the youngster just disappeared from baseball Years passed by after that Twenty years later, a strange scene took place in a Texas courtroom Before a stern-faced judge A ragged bum stood at the bar of justice Charged with attempting to crash his way into the local baseball park
2: You've heard the charges How do you plead? Guilty, Your Honor yeah. look at yourself. Don't you think you might be better off if you went looking for a job instead of trying to sneak into a baseball park?
0: Well, Your Honor, I, I wanted to see that ball game, but I didn't have any money. I thought seeing it might make me forget I'm a bum. You see, I was once a ball player myself. You, know, you certainly don't look like it now. Well, Judge, I, I don't blame you for doubting me. But, but I was a ball player once in the major leagues, and I might have stayed there if it hadn't been for one player. I, I never knew what that ball player had against me, but, well, he drove me out of baseball. And I uh, i never amounted to much after that, I guess.
2: Will you uh, step a little closer, please? I want to take a good look at you.
0: Yes, Your Honor.
2: Hmm. <clears throat> the court recognizes your story to be true. And this court wishes to go on record as saying that if anyone is guilty in this case, it's the man who drove you out of baseball. A nickname like Gertie is what? too much for any youngster to live down. That nickname, Gertie, was cruel and inhuman.
0: But, Judge, how do you know Gertie was my nickname? Why, I haven't mentioned it to a soul for 20 years.
2: I know, because it's been on my conscience for 20 years. You see, sir, I was that thoughtless ball player who drove you out of baseball.
1: Case dismissed. <laughs> Profile of justice. <laughs> I'll be back in just a moment with another incredible sports story, but first, real three on Arthur Gary. Fellas, what you want from a shaving cream is a clean, smooth, really comfortable shave. Isn't that right? Then switch to Colgate Brushless Shaving Cream. There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. It's one shave cream that really fixes tough whiskers, smooths and sweetens your shave, and leaves your face feeling comfortable. Let Bill Stern tell you why. Because it's light and fine textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. There's no matting down, there's no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or skip when you use Colgate Brushless. Instead, it cuts through clean and smooth. Yes, man, that light, fine texture of Colgate Brushless. Bell's fast, easy, clean shaves and real skin comfort after the shaves. So get a larger, giant-sized tube or jar of Colgate Brushless shaving cream. Use it a week. If you're not convinced that it makes shaving just right for you, Colgate will send you $1. Just mail the carton top back to me. Bill Stern, Cara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. Remember, there's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Real four, Portland of a German wrestler. A moment ago, we told you the story of a boy who'd been born in Germany. Now you know that that boy was the famous coach Bob Zuppley. Next, next, let me tell you another story of another boy who was also born in Germany. This is a sports story that's far stranger even than the first one. Because you see, even though this German boy is remembered today, even though he's remembered, nobody, no one can ever approve of the life that he led. The boy's name, was Richard. As a youngster, Richard was famous for his great strength. He was so strong that when he grew up, he became a wrestler. He was a good wrestler, but a bad man outside the ring. That's why, even though he won match after match, when, when he fell in love with a German actress, she tried to avoid him. However, Richard was not easily discouraged. He continued his courtship. That is, he did until one day when this girl he was in love with said to him...
2: Will you change your way of living?
1: Richard's friends also knew how wicked he was. What a bad life he'd led, and that's why they said to him, Richard, do not marry. Your marriage will never last. But Richard replied shamefully, What if my marriage doesn't last? I should go through with it. Anyway. Richard did go through with it, and he did marry the actress. And yet, his marriage didn't last. He deserted his wife. That's right. That's right. He deserted his wife. He fell in love with another woman. He fell in love with another woman, despite the fact that this other woman was already married. And that's why his friend said, Marriage means nothing to him. It's
2: shameful. That's
1: right, to his everlasting shame. Marriage meant nothing to Richard. He not only deserted his own wife, but he disgraced himself by running off with another woman who was already married. And yet, even though Richard knew that his ideas about marriage were all wrong, nothing, not a thing, could stop him. Well, that's the story, ladies and gentlemen. The story of a wrestler who made a mockery out of his own marriage. He then ran away with another man's wife. It's the story of a shameless man. And yet, yet it's strange that this man, this man of all men should think so little of marriage. For you see, you see, this man, this man who broke up his own marriage and who also broke up another man's marriage as well is remembered today in all marriages. For his name was Richard Wagner. And it was this man who, while making a mockery of marriage, wrote the sacred wedding march. Here
2: comes the bride. Here comes the bride. You
0: promise to love, honor, and obey. I do. I do. I now pronounce you man and wife until death do you part. Man.
1: Man who wrote the sacred wedding march and yet made a mockery out of marriage? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3 0 mark for tonight. Uh-huh. Tonight I'm in Champaign, Illinois, getting ready to broadcast tomorrow's Illinois Michigan football game. Next Friday night we'll be back, same time, same stations, when our guest will be the famous MGM movie star, Mr. Peter Lawford. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day, newsreels at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theatres. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good good night from Champaign, Illinois. Colgate-shaped cream man, Bill Stern is on the air. colgate shake cream man, Bill
2: Stern with stories rare. So not to advice and you'll look so keen.
1: You'll have a face that's both smooth and clean. colgate shake cream man. Don't miss Bill Stern's Sports Surprise, featured every month in Sport Magazine. His latest is one of the strangest tales in football history. Read it now in the November issue of Sport Magazine. And be sure to listen tomorrow night over the same network to the Colgate Hour of Fun.
2: Yes, fun for the whole family with a day in the life of Dennis Day, followed by the hilarious Judy Canova Show. The Bill Stern Show tonight was transcribed and came to you from New York.
1: You're tuned for the stars on NBC.